0: Mrs. Brightside is brought to you by Audible, and you can go to audibletrial.com slash Brightside to get your 30-day free trial. And it's a great handy little app, especially if you don't like to read but don't want to be stupid. Just have someone read these books to you. And that's audibletrial.com slash Brightside for your 30-day free trial to hear books instead of read
1: them. Boo-da-boo! Mrs. Brightside. Uh, open up the curtains. Look outside. What's outside? It's Mrs. Brightside. Best roommate I've had in LA, that's for sure.
0: I know. I mean, cats and dogs are the best roommate. Um, but And we were thinking about talking about the bright side of cats. Um, and if you guys haven't, you know, read your podcasting app whichever one you choose to use this is mrs Brightside, where the glass is always half full cool. it is mm. your cbd on or cbt on cbd obviously okay. i have um partaken in some of that already and um yeah we're just getting started here and i have a another comedian guest i'm starting to have a theme here with me today mm. since i'm lucretia
1: lyon who do i have with me today my name is andy Southern.
0: All right, and um, so we know each other through comedy, and yeah. we met doing comedy at a storage building. Yeah. Yeah, 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 which
1: is the best place to do comedy, I think.
0: I know, and that's what I've found, like, you know, everybody comes out here and they think it's all about the clubs, but the best comedy I've ever done was always at some weird random place like that.
1: Yeah, yeah like in somebody's backyard or like a basement. I did a house party show once, it was my favorite party, <laughs> my favorite show I've ever done. And I didn't even know there was a comedy show happening.
0: Really? Yeah, yeah, I just showed
1: up to a party. And someone was like, oh, by the way, you want some stage time? There's a show starting in 10 minutes. <laughs> what? And I was like, yeah, fuck it, man. Let's do it.
0: That's the spirit. And, and that's the thing is like, you know, last week we were at the Workaholics house. Like the house oh, yeah. that they used in the show, they now rent it out monthly for a comedy show. Yeah, and which then, is awesome. Yeah, yeah. And, and again, you were in the backyard. There's a stage. I'm yeah. like... And that's how people make money. I mean, I do sometimes an open mic out of the rec room here at this apartment. Like, you know, oh, it's that's like, right. yeah <laughs> <laughs> I'm
1: gonna have to go to that one.
0: I know we've we've been off for a few weeks because we have to have real jobs because we're comedians. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Right.
1: I came right over for my real job. <laughs>
0: yeah. Well, oh, do you want want to share with the world your real mm. job is, or is it? Oh.
1: I'm an office administrator.
0: Ooh, sexy. For a wine company. Oh, for a wine company, that's yeah. cool. So which one? one? Yeah.
1: It's yeah. uh melon rose on. Oh Melrose. yeah,
0: I love that because I went. I actually mystery shopped uh, their tasting last week.
1: Really? Yeah,
0: like, um. I. Uh,
1: yeah, I was working when they were having all the like fancy wine people come yeah. in, and they're like, "We want our chardonnay at the tasting, and this mm-hmm. is where it's from." cool place yeah
0: i like melon rose it's uh, i remember i one of my other random jobs because i do mostly just freelance and a lot of like marketing or just whatever for money yeah um but yeah one of the things i ran a rihanna pop-up shop beauty bar whenever she first started Ooh. her fenty line i was the person who was putting people who bought stuff for free beauty services it was a good idea except for they didn't really think about The types of services that would be quick and easy. (laughs) Because the braid bar, which, when the hair and stuff, they did quick things. That made sense. The nails, they did, you know, that's quick. But then they did eyelashes and they were like fake eyelashes, which take forever. That sounds like a
1: whole thing. The lash
0: lift, and that's what everybody wanted. And it was like, that was the only reason he really had problems um and then they did a tooth jewel and it's like
1: what's a tooth jewel
0: literally what it is they put a jewel in your tooth like glue it
1: yeah
0: it's like you know first it was vaginas and now it's teeth
1: (laughs) now i need to make that step
0: i know and i was just like that you know how many very few people did that because it's like guys this is not really the area for it because it was right there on melrose (laughs) and i'm like
1: in west hollywood or whatever
0: and it's like it's so funny, and as you say, the the random jobs that we do, and I think that's probably like a good segue into what we're actually supposed to be talking about: oh, yeah. the bright side of trying new things. Yeah. Yeah,
1: and that's that's what half of employment in LA is. Yeah. Is yeah. Hey, you want to try this? Cool. You got a job.
0: <laughs> yeah, like I remember one of my first jobs here was like to. We, I was paid to take a Pilates class taught by Maria Menunos, who later became wow. my boss. Like,
1: really?
0: like, and we didn't really meet there. Like, you know, it, and that was why it was kind of a happenstance later when I yeah. went to her network. And holy oh, yeah. shit, <laughs> and I was like, this was a weird thing. But yeah, it was on Hermosa Beach. Like, <laughs> so you
1: got paid to take the class?
0: Yeah, like they they needed fill-ins to like make it look like there was a lot of people because oh. they were like filming it, and it was you know, it was like a, yeah,
1: like a workout tape type of. Thing thing yeah
0: it was really weird because it was more like a promo thing like because that was who i got it was like a promo job because that's mostly what i do but yeah same thing with that rihanna thing but they they tend to label all stuff like that now
1: yeah that's true yeah when i first moved here i was selling washing machines (laughs) really which i was not good at
0: (laughs) that's funny like in my hometown a lot of people including ellen DeGeneres, who um grew up in east texas in a different town but like this was more of this was the quintessential stoner job, was selling Kirby vacuum cleaners door-to-door.
1: Oh, wow. And that like, is the yeah, stoner and job. And that's why
0: I was like, even Ellen DeGeneres, because they were one of the few things that didn't drug test in East Texas. It's like, <laughs> all right, yeah. Ooh. I
1: will take that one. That's why I like well, LA.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, they don't drug test. I'm like, oh, speaking of, would you like some weed?
1: Oh, sure. Yeah. yeah.
0: Um, bowl, joy, you know. It surprised you know. me, whichever oh, I, mean, I like that spirit.
1: Yeah. I am... Um, I am a fan.
0: But, yeah, like, um, so, yeah, you came to me and said, you know, maybe the I've, like, tried a lot of things for, like, the last 10 years yeah. or so. Yeah,
1: a lot of weird yeah. things. I'm, like, really obsessive when it comes to, like, I think ever since I was a little kid, I was really obsessed with, okay, i got to find what I want to do, and I've got to just, like, do that. And yeah. commit to that. Oh, yeah, thank you.
0: I know, and I was the same way, because, like, a lot of people uh, find it funny that, uh, I didn't come out here until I was 25, um, oh, really? but it was because, and everyone's like, you've lived so many lives. I said, yeah, because I, I have a master's degree in psychology. I was going to be, first I went to college to go to film school, like, yeah. and because I wanted to be a music video director. Then YouTube yep. hits, and music videos aren't really much of a thing anymore, Yeah, <laughs> and then so I like... I, my I double majored in psychology, and so I was the a little like major. I liked it, and um, I was like, you know what? I'm just gonna stick with the psychology, and so I did, re- didn't take mm-hmm. any more film classes, and just wound up graduating with that. And I went to like took the LSAT and everything, was gonna go to oh, law wow. school. I would have um, failed
1: that hard. <laughs>
0: oh, I didn't do great because I didn't realize you had to study, and I've never really <laughs> studied. Um, I, I I was always like a decent. I. I've always been good at just sort of, like, half-assing things and getting away with stuff. That's probably why I'm where I am, I right know. Yeah, <laughs> but
1: that's my way of life. <laughs> yeah,
0: I know, and it, it works. But, yeah, then I went, uh, and I was going to go to SMU Law School. I moved to Dallas from Denton, uh, where okay. I'd gone uh, for my undergrad, to do that. And um, then I worked at equinox fitness clubs they have those in dallas too i didn't and know they had
1: those in dallas yeah
0: like in dallas is pretty well like beverly hills a lot of people don't realize that because really? i do to
1: visit dallas
0: and yeah it's nice good bar districts that's where i live and <laughs> that's <what it's> about. <laughs> yeah. oh yeah like i could sell some stories but that's for another <laughs> podcast you gotta sell those yes yeah exactly <laughs> and it's like then i randomly at equinox run into mark cuban's brother brian cuban who was a was. lawyer and he like followed me on twitter was kind of a you know
1: that's pretty cool. a little bit
0: of a mentor and sort of convinced me not to go to law school because he's like you know there's not a lot of jobs out there and if you're just not really passionate i was just always someone that people said i'm good i'm a good bullshitter so i knew that law would be yeah, good
1: Yeah, kind of go with or them.
0: Or, as I said, I could have, like, thought about being a forensic psychologist. Well, then I go to grad school for sports psychology because I like hockey, and being a yeah. criminal, like, thing was, like, serial killers are interesting. That's That'd what be... my podcast is after, but, yeah.
1: Yeah, that's true. It's, it's hard. I, I, I talked to one comedian who was yeah. a criminal defense attorney. Oh, man. And, God, he was so depressed. He's, <laughs> like... He was, he was just going on and on. He's like, I have to watch videos of people getting killed and hear these recordings, all this stuff. Oh, my like,
0: God. You
1: need a new line of work.
0: <laughs> yeah. Like, it's so depressing. And that was sort of the thing is like, you know, I've been, to, I did all these things, but I always came back to like comedy. Is what I always did was like enjoy. Like I grew up on Carlin and Pryor and oh, all yeah. of that, and like it was always a big thing. Like Dennis Leary. Usually for my birthday, my mom would take me to see a stand up. Like oh, that's whether cool. it be Dennis Leary or Joel McHale or like people I liked. And then because um, it's funny when I'm in grad school and I live in downtown da- or uptown Dallas. Uptown. I have to pay. Yeah, it was like a nice <laughs> bar district. Uh, you have to pay a lot in rent. And so I have to, you know, try to get a good job. And I have a degree, but I'm going into all these job interviews. Yeah. And, all, and being the only white person there.
1: Oh, that's interesting. And um, yeah.
0: obviously, not getting these jobs because you're like, oh, I think they this was the day they wanted
1: to check some boxes. <laughs> um,
0: that was and it was not what they a, were
1: looking for. Yeah,
0: so I have to get a job as a promo model. Um, and, oh, that's interesting. Like, and that's when I learned about that job of marketing, and then so. I have to get jobs based on headshots so that they know that this is the person that they this know. is
1: what you'll look like. Yeah. Oh, that's crazy.
0: And my boss was a horror movie actress and she wow, realized a lucrative career. Yeah. Um, and great. Like she loves it. Like in Dallas is actually known for a lot of good independent horror.
1: Yeah, I feel yeah I feel like I've heard that.
0: Yeah, and so I really liked her and respected her, and I was like, you know, I always wanted to do stuff like that, but I'm more of a comedian. Like, I like comedy. I'm not really interested in being, like, dramatic or anything. She's like, why don't you just go do some open mics at these clubs here? Because Dallas has comedy clubs, and I was like, yeah, and I've been there. I just never thought about that that's what you do, and it was like, oh, okay. So I did that, and then, um, you know, I was like, I think this is what I want to do, is you Go to L.A. and be a comedian.
1: (laughs) That's how it happened?
0: Yeah. Just all, like, a lot of things fell into place, but yeah.
1: You kind of have to try everything else out first. Exactly. This is the only thing I really uh, see left as an option that I want to do. Yeah. Or that I'm interested in in pursuing.
0: And that was sort of the thing, is like, look, the, you know, getting, you thought you'd you went the easy route of going to college and getting a degree to try and get a job. But there was yeah. a reason that didn't work out for you. I mean, because you have a black name, but also because that <laughs> probably wasn't what, the, what you were supposed to do in the first oh, place. Oh, yes. yeah. See, I didn't even
1: make that connection. Yeah. yeah that, on paper. Yeah. Yes,
0: on paper, I look black. <laughs> no, like you
1: Coops, Lucretia.
0: <laughs> yeah, Lucretia Lyon. Lyon, like, Lion like too, Empire. yeah. But, wow. So, like, how did comedy happen for you? As you said, you tried a lot of things too, yeah? Yeah,
1: it was was weird. I was, like, before I was ever performed in, like, middle school, I was 100% convinced I was going to make video games. I was super nerdy, yeah. Oh,
0: yeah. I have a PlayStation and play video games myself, yeah. Yeah.
1: It's still a huge part of my (laughs) life. Um, And so when I was in, like, the seventh grade, I was, like, I'm gonna like start making video games now. <laughs> so I started 3D modeling. Oh. Wow. And I, have you heard of Half-Life Two? Yes. Yeah, best first-person shooter mm-hmm. of all time. I'm not sponsored by them, but I should be. Yeah. Um, it's
0: like who makes them? Because I may have some connections. Valve. A uh, valve. Oh, I don't have any valve connections. Yeah. Sorry, I have Bethesda Damn. and
1: Active. Yeah. I love it. Yeah.
0: Yeah. But uh, <laughs> so
1: I, I I took the Half-Life Two engine and I joined like the modding forums. Because back in, like, this was in, like, 2005, 2006. It was a huge scene of people modding Half-Life 2 for whatever reason. And so I started 3D modeling, and I made this game that was, like, a mafia game. And I was, and it like... Oh, yeah. By the time I was, like, in the... I think I was 13 or 14. It had kind of, like, ballooned into this thing where we, we were, like, one of the top 10 mods on this website. And I was running this team... And I was the youngest person, and it made no sense. (laughs) And I look back on it, and I just... When I was thinking about this podcast, I just remembered it. Yeah, I did not even think about those days.
0: I'm like, that's so interesting because, yeah, I was the youngest person to like just run like a Buffy website that was an RP, a long running RPG like oh, thing. That's like when I was in middle uh, yeah. school too. So I was like, whoa, we were both nerds. Like, and two, <laughs> I w- honestly like didn't tell people at school that because I had a lot of street cred. At school, I was like, oh, see, I was, was like tempt. the badass. I was like Hyde and Donna from that '70s show put together. I like no, was I pretty see. well mostly dude friends and like. Everyone thought it because I, you know, I had, my mom just was pretty chill, like, unlike most parents, like, yeah. you know, single moms are usually, like, whatever, like, and then, um, you know, so we were allowed to do things that the kids weren't, and we're exposed to things thanks to our father, like, yeah. early on, so <laughs> we knew more stuff. You knew
1: what was going on.
0: Yeah, and then, uh, yeah, but I was, like, on the, on the down low, I was a nerd running a little Buffy website. Wow, so I was you were, like, like I was the like, admin? Yeah. Yeah. yeah like it was chaos bleeds yeah oh
1: i love that yeah, yeah. that was that was my kind of shit i was yeah. big i was on this one forum for this animation program and i was like campaigning to become an, a mod on this site yeah. and they wouldn't let me because really? i was too young
0: yeah like it was like were, were you like 13 yeah, yeah i was like
1: 12 yeah. at the time <laughs> And i was like guys i could have run this thing you know save but, this shit yeah and they're like no you don't know how to spell Um uh, <laughs> But when I was running this video game, after about two years of doing it on my own, like, people started to be like, oh, I'll help out, I'll be your animator. And oh, yeah. then he brought his friends on. And, like, by the time I was 14, we had 20 people on the team. And ranging from the ages of, like, 14 to 35, I was leading this 35-year-old guy who was a fucking crazy person. <laughs> <laughs> <That's laughs> so There's a reason funny. he can only get employed by a child who doesn't pay money. <laughs> yeah. And, um, and yeah, it was like every day, like when I wasn't on school, especially the summer breaks, I'd sleep until 4 p.m. I'd wake up at 4 p.m. I slept in the basement with my desktop, pop on, hop in our voice chat on Skype, and I'd be in this chat with 20 other people, Mm -hmm. like making this game until like 10 a.m. the next day. And that's all I did. Wow. Because I was like, if I'm going to make video games and I'm older, I might as well fucking like do it now.
0: Yeah, did, at your school. Did they have programming? Because I was the only no, girl. They didn't. Like,
1: I wish they did.
0: Yeah, because like I learned how to program, and I was the only girl in the class. Because in two, like that was really just sort of a program that they put a lot of us kids in because we were like, we shouldn't have to take the Excel class like all the other normal kids. Like, yeah. we can do more <laughs> stuff. Excel. So like they. They had to like basically invent. It was called computer science, but yeah, it was like what a, kind I mean, of
1: programming was it? Do you remember?
0: I'm trying to think. It was like the very, very basic. Like we yeah, didn't even like get to HTTP
1: or something or, or um, Java. No,
0: um, yeah, it was Java. I think we learned. Yeah,
1: I think that was the only thing I tried back yeah. then. Yeah, man, but yeah, and then I did that up until like eighth grade or freshman year of high school, and then I just for whatever reason became obsessed with parkour and free running. <laughs> it's
0: such a, like, yeah. literally the opposite.
1: Which is a weird jump. Yeah. <laughs> and cause it's I d- like,
0: I used to be a gymnast, then I was a nerd, then I was a druggie, you know? Yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs>
1: I was a gymnast, like, when I was a little, yeah. little kid, and then I just became obsessed with this video game, and it just kind of took over my life yeah. for middle school, like, <laughs> all of middle school. That's what I was doing. And Which then, was
0: probably better than dealing with middle school. It's the worst. I mean, honestly, yeah.
1: if I had actually paid attention to what was happening, would have been ugly. Yeah. <laughs> but kid, be, I was the kind of kid that, like, people liked to keep around because he was, like, funny, but he was, like, a little too weird to be, like, part of the cool kids.
0: Yeah, that, that was sort of me, too. Like, and, too, is, again, like, I was a person who people could come to my house and get away with more. Like, so, yeah. like, that <laughs> was the thing. That's a good person <laughs> so, like, to be. Like, Yeah. <laughs>
1: I was, see, I wish, that's, like, my one regret in high school is I wish I did more stuff. (laughs) Yeah,
0: really? Well,
1: yeah, so then, like, middle school to, like, sophomore year of high school, I was doing parkour and free running. Yeah. Because I used to be a gymnast, and I just started going to the gym again, because someone was like, Andy, you should really work out. You're, like, literally a twig. (laughs) And I was like, okay, I'll do gymnastics, like, once a week like I used to. And, uh... I got totally obsessed with that. I was like, I'm going to be a stuntman in L.A. Like, that's going to be my life. (laughs) A
0: stuntman. Yeah, good job.
1: Yeah. So I released my game when it was unfinished because I was like, we're just never going to finish this. (laughs) It was on and off for years. And I was like, this is the unfinished thing. because I just couldn't, I wasn't passionate about it anymore for whatever reason. And I was doing this YouTube channel of parkour videos. (laughs) that are still up there, and they're still very embarrassing.
0: (laughs) (laughs) That's why you have to leave stuff like that up to humble you.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Every every once in a while, I'm like, I need to go look at that and remind myself. (laughs) They were like the, the, like, we were playing like Rise Against music. Oh, Oh, God. Yeah, like set to kids, jumping around doing flips like in their backyard and like in the gym.
0: Luckily, me and my brother, like I remember there was a video of, him and his friends breaking a fan now we couldn't put a lot of our videos online or anywhere they were just for us because we were doing drugs and we were all (laughs) young and drugs are 100 percent illegal in east texas yeah as it turns out yeah uh, yeah who knew but yeah like there's a video of them high as fuck like basically just throwing shit into the fan and they have this one CKY song just on repeat on the oh scene my and God, it's like amazing. it becomes annoying but that it's funny like the longer this video goes because like they're the video goes as long as it takes for them to throw stuff into the fan and it eventually break and this is yeah. our ceiling fan so <laughs> that they're fucking better. up like and then the funny the best part though was when my mom got home and then says the best set up ever and it's like she's like okay like you better clean that up and shit is about to hit the fan and then he's like it already did <laughs> oh my god that's brilliant <laughs> yes my it, brother is a brilliant comedian honestly a lot of my jokes he wrote but he's a giant pussy <laughs>
1: well, see and now somebody's yeah. gotta you know bring know. it to the light
0: yeah exactly
1: <laughs> that is too funny yeah we had plenty
0: yeah of do dumb vi- shit yeah. like that yeah. just do dumb
1: <laughs> shit like you had to there was a time when you had to yeah
0: like if you don't do dumb shit when you're ta- teenager it will come back to haunt you because you'll do it at a time where <laughs> consequences are much higher where
1: there are real consequences yeah i yeah. knew yeah. plenty of those kids who got to college and they were like oh i'm allowed to like drink <laughs> and then they were just done
0: yeah and that's the thing is, you know what, guys? I don't mean to encourage bad parenting like I had, but <laughs> like, you know what? Let your kids drink and do drugs. Because while I still drink and smoke pot, I have not touched a hardcore drug since I was an adult, except for at Comic-Con once. Yeah, that's um, what happens but at Comic-Con. Comic-Con stays at Comic-Con. Yeah. But yeah, like, it is one of those things that it's like, you know, it, it it's a curiosity thing. And as if you get it out of your system where maybe doing cocaine or uh, whatever whatever your choice is, yeah. is less of a consequence if you're under 18. Oh,
1: man. Yeah. I, we had a panel at high school where yeah. they had, students had who had gone to college came yeah. back to talk to us yeah. and one of them tried to tell us that and the school was like trying to yeah. shut down. Yeah, <laughs> It was like in an auditorium. He was like, honestly, guys, like, It's better to try it when you're, like, around people that you trust at a time where you're not going to destroy your life. And the team's like, no, 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 you can't tell them to do acid. And he's like, I'm not telling them to. I'm suggesting it might be a good idea. And they're (laughs) like, this is a school assembly.
0: And and that is the thing, is, like, that was the right thing to say. Because, too, if you take sort of the stigma out of it and let people have a safe space to try things like try new things. And you know, they actually succeed because too, my mom let us stay at the house so we wouldn't be outside getting you arrested. And my drug dealer was my cousin. It was somebody we trusted. So we would never get stuff that would have something wrong in it. Like, Mm -hmm. and it was one of those things that it was more like is you got into weed and other things. Weed is a gateway drug, but I think if we take away the stigma then it won't be because the thing is, is like honestly I was never even curious about the other stuff until after all I tried weed and I'm like all that propaganda was a lie. Yeah. So then you start to the think builder. about everything and you're like, okay, well maybe this is a lie. And that, and then you're like, no, these things are really not great. But you kind of yeah. have to figure the that out. The program
1: was definitely yeah. problematic to Yeah. <laughs> understanding. I was a kid. I was the opposite though. We're like I didn't try it until I was 18 because I was terrified of even <laughs> inhaling it because the fucking dare program worked on me but really? <laughs> for a time and and also our our high school like had a policy where they they would if you were in an after school activity mm. you could just be drug tested at any time
0: i think mine did that but i didn't like in high school i was just too cool to participate in anything yeah, see, I, was again, like, no, I was man. like no
1: man well so once i got to yeah. high school i i made the switch from parkour and freerunning to theater. Oh, yeah. Because someone was like, Andy, like yeah, I was always like the class clown. Yeah. I was always doing these little skits and things like in middle school and when I was younger. And I think it was something that everyone else like thought I would do before yeah. I did. Like, Andy, you should like really audition for this play. You seem like an actor already. And so I was like, oh, yeah, I'll do that. And I just got obsessed. And so I was like terrified. I was like, if I ever got drug tested and I didn't oh, pass yeah. it they would pull me out of the 12th night and that would ruin my life at the time. Like, I thought that was over.
0: <laughs> well, see, and lucky for me, we were always the town outcasts. My family and my where I'm from, Tyler, Texas, is very political. So honestly, it was really a good place to be to learn how L.A. works. It's like, yeah, some things aren't about who's the best or whatever. So I learned quickly that it's like, I was in theater just because I liked it and things like that. But mm-hmm. I knew these parts go to these people no matter what. Like, and that's the sad part. Yeah, so it was I even was,
1: truer in yeah. high school than it was in college.
0: Oh, yeah. Like, colleges are a little bit less political, so, you know, and depending on where you go, I guess. I mean, yeah, I'm that's sure true. That, but it is one of those things that my high school was like, no, this is, you, you learned quickly. And that's why, I mean, honestly, I dropped out of high school. I mean, it was oh, like... Hey. It, it, like i'm like that's you know again hate to give people bad advice but <laughs> if you're planning on going to college or pursuing something like this don't don't graduate high school because it's yeah. useless <laughs> honestly every famous person i know and like for the most part didn't graduate high school it's so useless especially true. now like and that's just what i'll say because we have information at our fingertips to learn
1: yeah, yeah. like remember back in the day yeah. they're always like You have to learn your timetables because you're not going to always have a calculator in your pocket. Yeah. "Ah, Yes, I do. Teachers,
0: (laughs) uh, and here's the thing, another controversial thing, but I've said it on here many times. Most of your teachers are dumb bitches, (laughs) and that's the reason they have a job. Like, people, because in, like, I have, my step-grandmother, like, she tried to be a teacher and couldn't because she made too good of grades. She found out because she had a friend on the inside who said that they don't hire people who had uh, better than a B average because public That's school crazy. wants teachers to be dumb and just follow a certain curriculum.
1: Yeah, not and think then, outside of the box, I Yeah,
0: guess. and I remember, well, I had teachers who, like, Bad Teacher, you know, that movie. And if they, those were a lot of my teachers, just painting their fucking <laughs> nails. I mean, there were some good ones, I'll say, yeah. you know, but for the most part, most of your teachers at public true. school are garbage, and let's quit pretending they're heroes. And you know, Soapbox.
1: It's been light enli- yeah, it's true, yeah. and it's been, I started to realize that, like, the past two years. yeah. When I'm seeing now, like kids that I went to high school with and college with becoming like high school mm-hmm. teachers, and I'm like, I know, and for they were a the fact, worst people. That kid's yeah. an idiot. Yeah,
0: <laughs> <laughs> you're like, I know he's a dumbass. I know
1: that that guy's a moron.
0: Or like mo- <laughs> most of like the girls I know that I knew in high school, it was always like the sluttiest, trashiest girls that became a teacher <laughs> or a nurse. Like those are it. Like, and it's like yeah. seriously, this is what's wrong with the healthcare administration. Or it's like kids
1: this. who are smart, but who I know for a fact like no. party really hard still and I'm like yeah and I, I, I sit there looking at their, at their like posts and I'm like man there's a post of you with your class and I know that right after that you were like ripping the bowl hard <laughs> like, and then I, I started thinking I was like is this what my teachers were doing when I was a kid like did I have teachers who would like go out and get fucked up, or like teachers oh. who would show up and like like messed up? Like now I think about that.
0: Our principal at high school, like he had a cover band, and like and like <laughs> oh, my good. one cool teacher who used to be a cop, which is ironic. And I was vice president of the forensics club because of her. Um, yeah, because, oh, wow. because she knew like in honestly the entire forensic science club was potheads like that was the thing it was like just so it's everybody and like she was cool with it like uh, she probably would have smoked weed with us if she didn't think she would lose her job <laughs> Yeah, um just fair. but yeah like she saw our principal's cover band and she was so disgusted by the fact that he did rooster by allison James because <laughs> she hated him it was like yeah i was like so yeah we, I some strange that. characters like so yeah and there there was a few teachers that i'm like i know you do drugs yeah yeah I like, know. He,
1: Oh, God. But and yeah.
0: That reminds me of a funny thing about the D.A.R.E. program I thought of earlier and coming back to it. Like... I remember when they started that when we first went to public school cuz in private school we didn't have that cuz we got to go to private school oh, for the first that was few like years a like a public
1: school thing. Yeah,
0: like uh, um but yeah, so I was in public school first in 3rd grade and I remember my mom like when they did it and like my mom asked us me and my brother what we did at school and he's in 1st grade, mind you. Okay. And then we're telling her and she's like, "So are you guys going to do drugs?" And I was like, "Oh no, Mommy, I'm never going to do drugs." <laughs> um obviously lie like <laughs> no, now, <sure>. like um, <laughs> um i've done drugs with my mom sorry mom i keep out of you oh things.
1: see that i can't imagine just
0: smoke weed like don't <laughs> worry she and she ate
1: some keep weed it simple. oh if yeah. you eat it yeah yeah come on
0: but yeah it, it was a cake come on who's not gonna eat it but if
1: it was a cake i would have been offended if she didn't
0: yeah the funny thing is my little brother when she was like what about you jared he goes i don't know maybe <laughs>
1: <laughs> keep him honest
0: <laughs> yep in first grade that's what he said and you know what as I'll say, Jared, Jared has a lot of faults. Many, many ones. But, you know, dude's always honest. Because hey, he did do drugs.
1: He does not lie yeah. from the know. get-go.
0: Yeah, such an honest little kid. Oh,
1: <laughs> I don't know,
0: funny. maybe. Man, oh, man. Honestly,
1: Mom, I can't say yeah. this
0: enough.
1: It is too early to tell. Yeah. yeah. See, I never even thought about it until yeah. I graduated. Because the, the schedule they had you on in, in high school, if you're doing these plays, is insane is I was, like, seven days a week at the school.
0: Oh, man. Because
1: you go to class, you know, until three. And then we would rehearse from, like, 3.30 till nine every night, I think. And you would do that, like, every weekday. And then on the weekends, we'd build the set. And I was an overachieving asshole. (laughs) And so I would show up to every single, like, set build and all this.
0: Uh, that's how I know we're different. I would have never overachieved anything (laughs) in high school. Well, I I (laughs) changed, I changed,
1: that aspect changed (laughs) uh, a bit. But that was like the first two years I was doing theater. And like, I didn't even think about drinking until like junior year, just because like my, most of my friends were older than me. They've always, that's how it always has been for whatever reason. And so they started to come back from height or college like their freshman year, and they'd drink, and I'd be like, okay, I'll try it. And the first time I drank, I was terrified I would be an alcoholic. Because <laughs> I had never been fucked up on anything. And oh, I was wow. like 16, and I just got hammered, and I was like super happy drunk. And I the next morning I was like, I want to do that again. Is there something wrong with me? <laughs> and for like two weeks, I was terrified. I was like, if I drink again, that's it. I'm going to be an alcoholic <laughs> And the second time I drank, I was like, okay, no, I, I think I'm all right. <laughs> yeah. But, um.
0: But, and that, that is the thing, is sometimes when, like, because I remember when I was a little kid, my mom's boyfriend was an alcoholic. He was actually fine to us. Don't worry, guys. That's not why that's I'm good. fucked up. Not Chris. Uh, <laughs> my dad. Because that was the thing, is my dad, too, once, I remember the first time I really drank, because, like. She let him, like, she was like, oh, I was like, ooh, what is this? When he was drinking like a beer or something. And she's she's like, just let her take a sip. She won't like it. And I was like, oh, I like that. And she's like, oh, no. Don't give her any more. Like, like, seriously. It was like, you know, because it was like, oh, usually you let kids try something and they'll probably won't like it. like But then they did the same thing with my brother and oysters. And he was like, no. And it's like, kids aren't supposed to eat oysters. we're like, so we would always have the opposite, you know, uh, reaction to things. So she didn't really, you know, encourage that. And he really didn't drink around us we just knew that um about him <laughs> later obviously but the thing is is my dad though i remember being like eight and drinking like he would oh, let wow. us drink and, and yeah. so i'm like very different lives mm-hmm. very
1: different life I, I i feel like i tried to sip in my dad's beer you know. once when i was a kid yeah and i didn't like it I was like, oh yeah, so you, never you had the like,
0: right it. reaction yeah i reacted right like, uh, yeah. not like me. Mm. i think
1: he was drinking like a you know, bud light or something yeah. though so that's the right reaction anyway. yeah
0: Bud Light is just water. Yeah, yeah.
1: That's how I knew I, I had never drank before. Was the first time I drank. Yeah. I had Keystone Ice, and I was like, "This is delicious!" Like, <laughs> oh
0: my god, Keystone.
1: And Pack then I tried 30 pa- a second beer. Eleven bucks. Yep. It was such
0: a good deal.
1: <laughs> it was a good deal. I yeah. was chasing UV Blue with Keystone Ice. Oh wow. And I loved the flavor. <laughs>
0: <laughs> like we, we always would get Boone's Farm. The oh, melon ball Boons one. Farm, oh yeah. yeah, that was classy. Or Mad Dog Twenty Twenty. Oh this the is Mad what Dog. Poor yeah. Teenagers
1: Drink. That's yeah, Mad Dog is next level. Yeah. God. Or forties. I miss forties. Sometimes
0: oh. I will go if I'm in a convenience store and it's just a random day.
1: They got I think forties will... in the glass bottles especially. <sighs> got to.
0: Forty ounces would... of freedom is the only chance I have to feel good when I feel
1: bad. Ooh, I like that.
0: That's actually a sublime song. Uh, I even wish better. I heard that. Yeah, <laughs> even better. <laughs>
1: it's have? like eh, if, I,
0: if you didn't know i i smoked weed then and, and listening to sublime gonna... that was the thing It's like you that's could the off... signature all of the stoner kids in my high school had a sublime shirt and i'm pretty sure it was the same one because hot topic only sold one
1: and i think yep and i think i know the exact yep. shirt and when i saw kids with that i was like that kid does drugs
0: yep it, it was <laughs> a clear indicator it was like wearing a neon sign i do drugs oh my
1: <laughs> god that's too funny yeah um
0: And now, a word from our sponsors. Hey, Jacqueline, do you know what CBD is? Um, it's oil.
1: It's the oil that they take from weed.
0: Yeah, technically it is uh, derived from the hemp plant. That's why it is completely legal in the U.S. to order online. Wow. That's really cool. And what
1: does it do for you?
0: Well, um thing about CBD is it's not exactly you know completely like researched yet but hopefully now with the more and more legalization it will be but yeah the the CBD that I like to use is from H Hemp Company and that's HHemp.com and you can go there and use promo code BRIGHTSIDE for 20% off and free shipping if you spend over fifty dollars so you can get the oil, like you're talking about, it's called the tincture, it's in a little dropper, and um, you can put that in your coffee or tea, whatever, and it just sort of like, you know, and it doesn't have any psychoactive properties, so it's not going to get you high. Oh,
1: cool. Yeah, yeah.
0: so you can, you can take it and go to work, as I do, um, especially when you're standing long periods of time, like we do. Um, yeah, it's not just five minutes anymore, guys but um yeah so yeah go to hhemp.com slash uh bright and use the promo code brightside to get 20 percent off and free shipping if you spend over 50 bucks which i'm sure you will because um yeah the teachers, the body bomb it's it's all it's all good stuff especially for people who are on their feet all the day so yeah Ooh, nice if you have a career in the arts Wouldn't you rather be working on your craft than trying to build your own website? That's why RadPortfolios.com creates affordable, custom websites for artists. It's super easy and totally all-inclusive. When you book a role, have a show coming up, or get new headshots you want to put up on your website, you just send the info over and your website gets updated at no additional charge. Starting at just $99 a month, they take care of your hosting, domains, security certificates, and just about any update you want to make your site. Use code BRIGHTSIDE, that's one word, for half off your website startup. Radportfolios.com. Affordable custom websites for artists so you can get back to getting booked.
1: But yeah, so anyway, the theater. Yeah, it was too much. Too much theater. And then after I got out, I, I went to New York right after high school. Because I was still like, I'm going to be a theater actor. Mm-hmm. And then I was really into playwriting. Oh, yeah. I produced, this is something that I look back on too, and I'm like, that's weird. I produced like two full-length musicals.
0: <laughs> wow. Like I love musicals. Like original musicals. Yeah. Oh, I do too. I need to hear these.
1: <laughs> I'll, I'll, they're, yeah. I mean, the music is great. Yeah. The, the guy uh, who, I, who I wrote him with, Kay, his, Casey Reed. I'll name drop because he's, yeah. he's in New York now writing music and he's great. Um, but the music is beautiful. The scripts were terrible mm-hmm. <laughs> looking back. But like, it was just stupid. Like, we went to our theater teacher and I was like, if I write a full length musical, will you give us a place to produce it? And she was like, yeah, sure. Why not? Like, I'll give you a whole weekend run because she was like, that's mm-hmm. never going to happen.
0: Um, my dream is to write a musical, so we need to partner up after this and maybe Let's get to work on it. Because I have quite a few it. ideas.
1: Because I miss it. That's yeah. the number one like form of writing I miss.
0: And it's really easy here in LA to get a theater, rent it out, and like, perform. Oh, yeah. And, and, and it's actually room. pretty affordable. Like that, And that's why I was like, honestly, it's like, that was... Yeah. I'm just... I have trouble concentrating. Like, I have a lot of really good ideas, but I know I need a writing partner because I have ADD.
1: He really... Well, I'm really good at, like, just sitting out and writing Mm. the script the way I needed it to be, but if, if he wasn't there, it would have been all over the place.
0: Yeah, and I'm like a pretty good punch-up person when I have ideas and then I can help shape them up because, yeah, a lot of people... I know, yeah. I should start charging for that because I help you a lot should. of people punch a up their heads. A consultation yeah. yeah, Yeah. <laughs> um,
1: but, yeah, so that's what we did. We, yeah. They gave us our, the black box theater at our school. We, were, we cast it with, like, just our friends from the theater program, and I directed, and he music directed, and it was just a piano. We just had a piano there and he oh, played wow. the, all the yeah. music... And, uh, it was, like, fucking awesome. And so we did that twice. The second one was, in, like, an outdoor thing. And it was a terrible plot. <laughs> the, the basic plot of this musical, I thought it was genius at the time. Ew. It was, like, this family, uh, is obsessed with lying each other. It was called White Lie. And... <laughs> Like, they're all telling lies, and he's like, oh, my parents are coming over, and they think I have a girlfriend. So he goes out on the street and gets a prostitute.
0: Oh, (laughs) that's funny. And
1: walks back in and has a whole song about how he's going to pretend that he's dating this 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 prostitute. prostitute. And then at the end of the first act, his brother shows up, who none of them have seen in ten years. And you find out the brother is an Australian convict who was just pretending to be their brother.
0: How? And lying about (laughs) it. Like, what?
1: And all of a sudden the whole second act (laughs) is a hostage situation (laughs) where it starts off and he's like, hey, and I'm actually on the run.
0: (laughs) Yeah. It's like, oh, like I'm, I watch soap. So like, I'm going to have to general hospital this up. So in order for that to work, (laughs) you would have had to explain that maybe this guy, like he looked exact, they did have the brother, but he took over his identity and either, either did like phase on mask like um but
1: well, yeah. the idea was that they hadn't talked to the brother in no. like 20 years oh yeah no so one in the didn't, family
0: yeah they, oh so and that he was like sense, crashing
1: right? the family event so yeah. he just kind of burst in and someone's like oh is that you and he's like yes it is
0: yeah <laughs> oh so he was yeah did he write that he was basically yeah he didn't know yeah. yeah
1: he was just on the run he was about yeah. to just jump in there and like hold no, him up yeah no. and they were like oh is that you tim and he's like yeah it's me let's uh how's it going <laughs> <laughs> and that was the musical um and then after that i went to do a playwriting program in yeah. new york um which was awesome that was like before i went right before i went to college and that was where i got introduced to like serious alcohol <laughs> like, no. like well like regular drinking like no. what regular people do
0: like absinthe i drink a lot of absinthe oh, i think i inhale absinthe uh, I, I like it. yeah I like, like i that have you ever done that like Is they do it in it, vegas and i have a device to do it yeah
1: what are those? What are those called? Like a
0: a vapor teeny is oh. what the little thing I have. But yeah, like they in Vegas, they like do it for you, and they do it so much better than I do. And like it's like requiem for a dream style, like hit oh you immediately. God, we're gonna have
1: to do that sometime. No, it's
0: super fun. I wish I had absinthe right now.
1: Right? Damn. Yeah. yeah. No, but we did. Uh, the first thing I ever drank out there because I didn't know what I liked, mm-hmm. and I was the youngest person in this program. We were just, <laughs> we, they were all like in their twenties, yeah. and so they were all of legal age too. Yeah. I was eighteen. And we were, like, in a New York, like, dormitory, essentially. And so they were, they were going out for drinks, like, oh, what do you want me to buy you? We'll just pick something up for you for the weekend. I was like, just pick up a bottle of whatever.
0: See, my parents always bought my booze, because <laughs> I didn't even graduate until I just turned 21. Like, I graduated oh, right. college when I turned 21, basically, not too long after. Oh, so damn. I was like, luckily, my parents would just buy me booze. Yeah.
1: yeah. No, they, they were yeah. not that good to me.
0: Yeah.
1: You yeah. hear that, Mom? Yeah. No, and so he was like, well, what kind of liquor do you like? And I was like, liquor. And I just named the first type of liquor I had heard of, and I was okay. like, tequila. Oh, yeah. And so he a bought me a handle of tequila, and I mixed it with Minute Maid lemonade.
0: <laughs> oh, God, that's like a terrible idea. I don't Puke remember City. the
1: entire first weekend that yes. I was there. We were just partying and puking in the backyard. Oh,
0: yeah. And I was, that's uh, when I learned to moderate. Yeah. One of the times when we were teenagers, my little, like, we were, I just want to preface this, we are that cool guys. My little brother and I were really into, like, punk rock, but, like, G.G. Allen type stuff, oh, he had yeah. a G.G. Allen hat that we made, like, it was a black toboggan, we just put a Gigi Allen patch, it wasn't like we did okay. much. But yeah, like at one point we were so drunk, like and he started because he had screwdrivers, you know, vodka and orange juice. That's why I was like, you know, that's Puke City when you use orange juice, guys.
1: Yeah, it is. Um, It's true.
0: But yeah, like he pukes, takes his hat, pukes in it, and then puts it back on his head because he's so fucked up. Like it (laughs) was so (laughs) gross, and he had really long (laughs) hair. Like he literally looked like Jason Mewes. Oh my god! Like
1: that's terrifying and i
0: was like so gross (laughs) (laughs) it was like we got our puking out of the way yeah like although every every once in a while i still overdo it and vomit here like as an adult and those are the times where you feel like such an amateur now yeah
1: that's like the worst one in the world i'm like am i really puking right now like fuck <laughs>
0: yeah let's just say i was too old to do this because i think it was not too long before i moved out here so i was probably 24 when i puked absinthe in my mom's car oh god because like, my brother's a, he hates like the taste of the regular like nyquil so i thought it was cool when i found the cinnamon one. Oh my god we drank half the bottle between the two of us which was a lot because absinthe is so much higher yeah than that's like
1: what is it like a hundred yeah like 90 proof or something yeah something? like, like it yeah like it's
0: over 100 proof <laughs> and um yeah um i don't remember doing it like but like <laughs> I, I puked all in the back of her car and he's like okay, yeah really dad tangent. had to keep poking me to see if i was alive That's
1: like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so you know you had a good yeah, night
0: yeah i know it's a fun story we can share yeah, have you right? ever gotten that blackout drunk and puked everywhere
1: oh yeah. yeah oh yeah and my the first weekend of college yeah i uh, yeah got so drunk That I was, I blacked out as I was walking down this hallway trying to get to the bathroom. And I was told Mm -hmm. that I puked all the way along the length of the hallway. (laughs) It ended at the door of the bathroom on the bathroom door.
0: (laughs) Oh my God. And
1: I don't remember a single thing. And the next thing I remember was I came to and I was outside of a Jimmy John's puking. And there was like 20 people watching that was a bad night. <laughs> yep. Because <laughs> also, it was the first time I had blacked out, so when I came to, yeah. I was like, where the hell am I? What? Why am I currently puking in front of a crowd?
0: <laughs> wow. Yeah, and yeah. blackouts are scary. I had one recently, and luckily I was home, but it was like, yeah, then, then I probably should never drink that much again, but, you know, like anything, you'll probably, well, I'll forget one Yeah, day I'll
1: forget one.
0: <laughs> and then do that again, but I know me, because, yeah, in college, like, I used to just drink a lot by myself in college. Like, because again, it was one of those things that I was younger than everybody, but I was also further along than people. Because, like, as I say, I dropped out of high school, so I just went to college instead. And, like, you know, it was weird because all these people had not done these things. Like, (laughs) and so I wanted to keep drinking because drinking's awesome. But I would drink, well, I once drank a bottle of Gershminer, like the sweet German white wine. Oh, shit. I drank a bottle by myself one evening woke up like and when i woke up in the morning um i went to the bathroom and turned the light on and there was this neat pile of puke just right in front of the toilet it was neat, neat and, like, and i was just like tiny. i was more impressed with myself i'm like i don't remember any of this and i know it had to be me because it's come yeah. pal um and that's yeah but i'm like i just was impressed with how neat a little pile of vomit i had um there um in in front of the toilet i didn't make it but hey we'll
1: get this ready for tomorrow morning
0: (laughs) i know i'm like how did this happen
1: (laughs) that's too funny yeah Yeah, that i i went through plenty of that especially freshman sophomore year of college because then in college i when i got really into writing i was like that guy where I was like, "Oh man, I gotta have my fucking whiskey when I write,"
0: and I yeah. called it desk
1: whiskey. I always had. I a call this of my thinking cap. Mm-hmm. Yep, see, and I always, I still have it to this well. day. I always have a handle of whiskey in case of emergency in my desk drawer, and uh, yeah, those were the worst nights. Was when you were trying to just casually drink by yourself and you accidentally like got way too drunk.
0: Yep.
1: And I'm like, now I'm way too drunk, and I don't have an excuse for it. I was just sitting here.
0: Oh, I know. Sometimes... Trying to I'm,
1: hang out. And yeah. I, I hung way too hard with myself.
0: I know. That's me. It's like, God, that Lucretia, she is always getting me, like,
1: too <laughs> well, drunk, yeah. Now I can handle it. It's it, yeah. Now I'm like, man, when is it going to happen? <laughs> but, yeah. And, and I didn't even get into comedy. I forgot that I was even <laughs> oh, trying to yeah. figure out what, what, or, when that came in. Um, I don't even... The, I guess, technically, I because I... When I, when, I, when I did theater it was mainly like comedic roles oh yeah, and so I was doing mostly like character like character comedic relief roles in almost everything I was in
0: which is the best like
1: oh, the most and everyone afterwards would oh you'd get the most applause because people just like that character, yeah, and you had get to have the most fun with it i did I did a musical. Uh, Crazy For You, where I played an elderly man, and as an inside joke with myself, I decided to make him 10 years older each night.
0: funny. Mm, and so funny. he was
1: 70 on the first night, and I had him at 110 years old. Finally, <laughs> right? And I was literally like, yeah, I don't know what's going on! And they didn't question it. They were like, ah, oh, that's just the character. And I was like, you can really get away with anything as this guy. <laughs> and so eventually, like, When I was doing a lot of playwriting in college and then acting kind of equally, I wanted to write my own plays that I would be in because I was just tired of other people having like too many hands in the paintbrush or whatever. Yeah. And so I was like, you know what? I'm going to do a one man show where it's just comedy because that seems to be what like people connect with in the theater side. And so I wrote this show that was like just a super over the top. Uh, character, oh, thanks. Um, who's a country singer?
0: Mm-hmm. Oh, I love that because, and I have a. Um, I've always wanted to do a character, the country music uh, Kesha, Kesha, <laughs> like, um, oh, like, and that. just because, yeah, it's like. That doesn't exist, and it would be so funny just like a gross girl like that. Like, oh, you I know, like trying that. to make it in country. <laughs> and her, I even came up with her album. I have a lot of made up characters like this. So I should really work on those. Yeah, you gotta but do yeah. some
1: more like character shows.
0: Yeah, her, her album is country, but no O. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah.
1: I like that yeah. a lot. That can sell. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I
0: think, so, yeah, what was your good yeah, singer?
1: My guy's name is Cat Claw Screecher. Oh wow. Cuz I was listening to Ted Nugent at the time and I was like, Cat yeah, Scratch Fever." I was like that so I was like I just need a weird I I was like trying to think of like those like uh weird folk singer type of names, you know. Oh yeah.
0: And, and like like Cat Stevens.
1: Like Cat Stevens, yeah.
0: It's funny. I have a bit like that cuz one time my brother was like, "Don't you think it's weird that Alice Cooper teaches Sunday school and uh Cat Stevens is a terrorist?" <laughs> And and these are just true facts. And yeah. the funny thing about Ted Nugent is, I actually got cat scratch fever and have seen Ted Nugent in concert. Is he right. good? I, I've heard yeah.
1: he's great in concert. He, you know,
0: he here's the thing: whether you like Ted Nugent personally or not, he does put on a good show. Like, yeah, like I'll say, he is I an think interesting he's totally character.
1: insane, but yeah. I think he's a really good like, performer. performer.
0: Yeah, and so yeah, because I mean, I was probably like. 12 (laughs) i was like i don't know my dad used to take us to like rock concerts when we were really little took
1: me to a ted nugent concert my dad saw him too and he talked about it um but yeah this this character he was the the bit was that it was a country singer who never made it (laughs) and he's trying to convince the audience that he made it and he's just getting increasingly more upset with himself as it goes on (laughs) and like messing up and it was a whole hour and I did, like... Oh, man, a whole
0: hour by yeah. yourself.
1: The first time you know. I ever did, like, a comedy in that form it was a full hour. And, well, it helped that it was half an hour of music, like, in between.
0: Oh, yeah, that that does help. Because, like, yeah, to me, it's just, like, I I do stand-up, and I like stand-up, but I have more respect for, like, real stand I I mean, I consider... I always just say comedian. I'm, like, because I am more of, like, I do a lot... This is more my forte of podcasts. Mm-hmm. I work better working off people, and I'm good with improv, but. Yeah. The improv team situation here, I've not really found where I fit, because most people...
1: Yeah, like, it's it's very specific kind of it, vibes. Yeah,
0: and, and too, as I say, I have a lot of characters like that I have, but like you know, it's where do I put them? Because I'm trying to work on these wrestling characters I have oh, now, because yeah. like, I watch Glow, and I was like, I really love Oh, it. I like Glow. Yeah. yeah, it was so good.
1: I need to watch more of it. I haven't finished it. <gasps> you haven't finished no. it? Oh,
0: yeah, I highly recommend it. I, like, binged it in just a few days, and my mom's like, now that you're done really? with Glow, can you go do something productive? And I'm like... <laughs>
1: Yes. I started watching this cuz I really like Mark Maron.
0: Yeah, see, I was never that into him because like Adam Carolla is my favorite and you know, it's kind of hard to yeah. listen to both because, you know. That's
1: true. That It yeah. is like
0: so consuming sometimes with those podcasts, but like and I, had, you know, enjoyed him on Dax's recently, and I was like, you know, I really oh, yeah. should revisit Mark Maron. And then I... I've been
1: listening to his yeah. podcast recently, like, when I drive no. to work, and it's really good.
0: Yeah, because as I say, I never had an issue with him, per se. It was just more like, you know, it's hard to get into stuff more stuff, like... Yeah. But it is one of those things that, um like, I, I loved, he was my favorite character. And I Chris really? Lull was yeah. Piz in Veronica Mars. I don't know, did you ever watch that?
1: No, I haven't.
0: Okay, well, Piz is a very polarizing character, and okay. it was never his fault. He's a good actor, and I've liked him in other things. But yeah. I always had this, because I'm a big Veronica and Logan shipper, and Piz okay. messed with that. So it's, it's, it's a sensitive situation.
1: I understand but that.
0: But yeah, I forgive him now, because I love... <laughs> his character bash so much he yeah. has
1: been forgiven it's like ryan reynolds when he
0: did Deadpool; he got forgiven for green lantern oh
1: god this yes be, you know, yeah <laughs> that is true you know i forgot about green lantern entirely actually well,
0: um, i'm sorry yeah. you want me to memory no, yeah, you i'm about I'm... to rewatch it and <laughs> i hate myself yeah um
1: god yeah but uh but yeah so i did yeah. that one show and uh, it, my junior year of college and it was a whole hour it went really well Because I had been writing it for, like, months. Like, I worked on it for too long. And then um, I did the same show, like, in a couple bars in St. Louis. Oh. um, Which I don't know why they let me, like, rent a whole hour out. And they didn't know who I was. But I had a lot of friends in college. I was like, I'll just bring, like, 20 people. And they're like, here here you go.
0: Well, in St. Louis, like, that was the thing in Dallas, too. Certain things in L.A., like we don't understand like yeah because it's like people will just be like yeah whatever you can do whatever we don't care like okay i mean in my hometown there's like a barbecue place i mean and honestly because it sort of copied like Stubbs in austin which is one of the best music venues and it's just a barbecue place i mean
1: oh yeah
0: and then um the one in tyler like was like stanley's they were like we'll just do that too and local bands just play there they're like whatever
1: yeah and there's so many places like like yeah the place i went to is called the heavy anchor and it was a bar but they yeah. had like a full, like space in the back that was actually really nice. Yeah. And they were like, yeah, if you can get like 10 people to come like do whatever you want you know, yeah. the whole night. And so, I developed two different shows. I had another character that was a like a, like a spoken word poet. Oh, well. Wow. And I'm still trying to find a home for that character out here cuz yeah. he's a little too like weird for like regular stand-up shows. Yeah. Um I did it once at Flappers and it was <laughs> 5 minutes of silence.
0: <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, and, and too, out here, that, that is what, su- what sucks when you go to, like, other places and there's a lot warmer rooms. Because here sometimes, like, even at shows, you're like, everyone's a comedian and they yeah. can be less accepting. That's why it's good. We have a good group of people that we know now. Like, like Yeah, exactly. Because, so, yeah, when I first... The, I quit stand-up out here for two years because oh, really? I just never found a good group to get with. And while stand-up... You're on stage alone. You need to have people. And that's you hard really for do. me to you say. You need to because find, like,
1: your little, like, yeah. community within the community.
0: Yeah. And that's hard for me because I'm not used to, like, needing people.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, right? Well. That, yeah, that was the biggest thing to get used to. And I got lucky. because So after I did all those one-man shows, I was still, like, as I was driving out here, because I left here, like, the day after I graduated, I just drove out to L.A. Oh, wow. I was like, my uncle lives here, so he's yeah. like, you can stay oh, with me until nice. so you find an yeah. apartment and a job. And so it was kind of on the drive over here. I was still totally committed to just being a writer and an actor and going all in on screenwriting and screen acting, which I'm still doing a yeah. lot of, and that's still, like, part of my focus. Um, but I made a playlist of, like, 10 hours of stand-up on the oh, way well. here.
0: Yeah, I know. I love that, because I listen to a lot of, like, the Pandora uh, channels, like, too. Like Oh, yeah. Because <laughs> what I like is, too, it's just, like, one joke, like... And then it goes to, like, a different comedian. Like, yeah, just, it, just that's like, why most people off. don't realize how fun that is. It's yeah. a lot of yeah. fun.
1: And, um, yeah, because I was, like, I really, like, in my junior and senior year, realized that what I really loved doing specifically was writing and performing these one-man shows. But I didn't really have a word. Like, it, I was, like, I don't know if these are plays or if these are, like, music shows or, like, what. And before I drove, someone was, like, it's it's just, like, stand-up. Like, yeah. just... just part that stuff down into bits and just do it at comedy clubs. And so I listened to all of these specials, just, like, I made a playlist of, like, ten special hour specials in a row. Yeah. And just listen to it straight through.
0: Well, yeah, and, like, um, the thing is, when you have, like, all that like to pull from and you start to realize, cause that's the thing is I don't get people who don't listen to other people's stuff. That's only, that's another way to get better. Yeah, exactly. But yeah. And too, what's good about here in LA, you're seeing more and more character mics in which you, mm-hmm. I don't think saw that a lot before. I never, cause I honestly didn't see it until like this year.
1: Yeah. So yeah. like my favorite show now is, um, the freak show in LA. Oh yeah. And, and I'm doing it on the 20th. It's the first time I'm doing it. Uh, oh, cool. but it's like my favorite show just to go to because yeah. it's like a perfect mix of like this m- these musical comedy acts and these oh i
0: love musical comedy yeah acts. i wish that character could
1: be me. comedy acts and like drag show acts and burlesque and acts yeah. that like are in between that kind of combine those elements and it was like the first room where i would where i was consistently seeing like that kind of blend of stuff which is so cool
0: yeah like in a uh, maddie show good good vibes which i've done before and yeah. um yeah it's a good show they do a mix like because is actually now our house band like oh
1: really they I are. i'm like out. i'm I've just in the crew,
0: but yeah you know. that's
1: sweet
0: yeah it's a good room at the complex hollywood on sundays guys at Ooh. 9 p.m yeah shut up dude shut out, dude good vibes but um mm-hmm. yeah and as i say even when i'm not there it's it's a, it, i'm liking to see the difference in comedy because for a while there like and that was part of why i think i was glad that i kind of stepped away and did the you know whole after buzz thing for yeah, a yeah. while instead of stand up because i feel like it it wasn't in a good place and that was why I was like when I first moved here I sort of because so, too when I first moved here I was hearing stuff already about like Louis C.K. and things like that oh yeah so like that was something that was an open secret here
1: yeah th- one of the first things yeah. I heard about here was uh, someone talking about T.J. Miller and he, like, oh yeah it's just like the kind of stuff that happens yeah and he or... hosted
0: a show at a sex shop like yeah oh, it's yeah. like did people not think he was
1: a little off I mean yeah <laughs> didn't think that there was something but going then on. I
0: did go in that same sex shop with my brother so i probably shouldn't throw stones well, it's a, stone it's a good sh-
1: tech shop i yeah. know
0: it was like uh what's it called uh crap it's on santa monica I boulevard and it's like famous because he did the shit um uh, oh, it'll come yeah, to anyway. me later yeah
1: you yeah, someone will find it
0: yeah you'll find it you'll find it <laughs> i should start doing a fact check on here because i'm always just yeah, making right. erroneous claims
1: <laughs> <laughs> someone will call me out if it if it matters
0: whatever you can at me i don't care <laughs> yeah right
1: you hit it with the ants. Yeah. um but yeah, so it was kind of when I was listening to all those comedy specials, I was like, I should just, like, for the first year, just, like, go all in on that and see if I like it. Yeah. Because I, well, because I'm, I am was doing a lot of, like, these commercial auditions uh, for the first month, and I was like, if this is all all I'm going to focus on for, like, getting my uh, sustenance out of, like, I'm going to go insane. Because <laughs> <laughs> you get, like, one audition a, a week or maybe a month or whatever. And then you sit around, I'm like, what am I going to do? Take a class? Like, mm-hmm. I don't have money for a class. So, it's like, I need something where I can yeah. go out and, like, feel like I'm actively doing it every day.
0: Yeah, and that's sort of what I found is that's what brought me back. Was I wasn't doing After Buzz. I was just doing these podcasts at my house, and I was like, you know what? I need to be out meeting new people. Like, because that's the, what, honestly, most of this business is, is meeting new people and getting out there. And so a lot of it, half of it is networking and the other half is like working that muscle of being out when, you know, with some sort of crowd, like it works
1: and you have to be proactive about it because I'll have like a week or two at a time where I feel like I'm just not doing anything. I'm like, oh yeah, it's because I'm just like not reaching out. Yeah. All you have to do, you reach out to like five people and all of a sudden there's a million things going on because there's always something happening
0: yeah that's me it's like hey what are you doing like because like tomorrow i'm going to like some hennessy tasting and then like, hey, it's nice. so random yeah <laughs> i love
1: like, hennessy. whatever yeah i met the granddaughter of uh the, the hennessy whatever family really yeah because they came by the wine shop at work
0: that's at. cool and yeah. they
1: yeah i guess they're doing oh have you this isn't hennessy this is um Johnny Walker. Oh,
0: right. Really? You see,
1: they're doing. They just released these uh, limited edition. Jane
0: Walker, or whatever it is. Yeah. Yeah. yeah,
1: they have these Game of Thrones bottles. Oh, really? Game of Thrones. Yeah, they're called the White Johnny Walker White Walker.
0: Oh, that's cool. Like, yeah, because yeah, I was like, they've been doing a lot of like gimmick bottle stuff. That's cool. Yeah,
1: yeah, and that's how I found out that their yeah. writer's office is right yeah, next wow. to Melon Rose. That's neat. And that's where their writers like are. Yeah.
0: And so
1: they came over and were like, "Oh, hey, I had to give you guys the first bottle." And we we're like, "Oh, this is sweet."
0: That is neat. I'm jealous. It's a cool
1: bottle, too. Yeah.
0: I know. Like, I have a, a bar here. Because like, I used to work a lot in alcohol. See,
1: I've, this is how you know. know that I don't have much money. is Buying, like, a um, personal bar has been on my list for over a year.
0: <laughs> Dude, every year for Christmas, I ask for a kegerator. You know, a fridge where you can put a keg and it's got a tap on it. My mom will not buy me that. I asked for a kegerator and a gun, and I never get either one of those wow. things. I told her I if wouldn't use them together. Yeah,
1: the kegerator.
0: Yeah, because yeah, it's only like 400 bucks. Like, <laughs> that's all I want. That's, but that's all I want. It's, it's just okay. like, it would complete, like, and I could put it on my porch. That would actually
1: be perfect. I know. Oh, you have a porch here, too? Yeah. Oh.
0: My porch is badass. I'll Man, show it to you I more. i got to
1: move to a nicer place.
0: <laughs> yeah, this place, uh, I can re- not really afford it. This Let's is face sweet, it. though. Yeah um i do love it but yeah and at least most of the booze i didn't pay for because i worked in alcohol a lot of it was given to me that see that's a nice thing you save money
1: is i always used to buy like really cheap yeah i mean i'm a bottom of the shelf kind of guy oh, when yeah. it comes to liquor and now that i'm working at this place like
0: which is a top shelf liquor place top. and like They're yeah like, they always you're not stuff. allowed
1: to drink bottom shelf liquor anymore yeah <laughs> and so now i get a discount so I gotta buy like the medium shelf stuff for bottom shelf oh, prices. Oh yeah, sweet. Oh yeah, I'm all the, I'm all the way up in the thirty dollar like range for fifteen.
0: Oh yeah, like I will say, like I'm kind of a booze snob, but the one cheap booze that I will say I'm, I'm in love with is Kraken.
1: Oh, the dark rock My God, I have a Kraken. In- that's like the most legendary rum of my life.
0: <laughs> oh, dude! I should make dark and stormies as soon as we're done. Oh like, my yeah, god! Yeah, yes. like because I love ginger beer, and I the, do to too. me, it's my favorite mixer.
1: Yeah. Oh, my brother loves that too. He's all yeah. about the Moscow Mules, you know.
0: Yeah, like I don't drink vodka because vodka gives me the blackouts. Because so, if anybody wants vodka, I always tell people, please drink this free <laughs> drink vodka because it, it gives me uh, blackouts. I don't know why. Like, mm,
1: that's and, fair. That's yeah. what, the vodka does. I know. Yeah. But, you know, Kraken, I, I got it once in college because we gave, like, my brother's older, or my good friend's older brother, like, 40 bucks. And we're like, just buy us some stuff with this
0: money. <laughs> some stuff. That's how <laughs> yeah. you know You were just like, you know, yeah. Not like me. I'd be like, I want whiskey. I want this. Yeah. like And
1: he came back with a whole handle of Kraken, <laughs> which we had never seen before. I was like, what the hell is this? It's like, it was on sale. I don't know oh. what it is. And every single time we drank it we got blackout oh like every time we're like this is the time where we're gonna drink the kraken and it's not gonna defeat us Mm. and the kraken always won and i still have that bottle to this day somewhere somebody has it one of these the college guys has it because we kept it that was freshman year we're like we're not getting rid of this (laughs) it
0: matters
1: yeah that's man that stuff's crazy
0: yeah, like I'll say, like I saved my Zachary by a wine bottles from a knocking point and Ooh. made like light <clears throat> little decorations with them. But just because I love cool. him.
1: He but, was yeah. in the first Broadway play I ever saw.
0: Oh my God. Really? Was, Which one?
1: Yeah, it was First Date the Musical. Oh, yeah. And I met him afterwards.
0: He's adorable. I danced yeah. with him at Comic-Con because I oh, snuck up to the awesome. VIP area and his party.
1: <laughs> <laughs> that's beautiful.
0: Um, I, I ain't no hollaback girl.
1: <laughs> oh, you, you, Somebody's got to be. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I, I met him afterwards. I was like, oh yeah, this is my first Broadway show. He's like, hey, it was mine too. I hope it was all right. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, it was. He was yeah. a nice guy.
0: Yeah, he is delightful.
1: I have his autograph somewhere
0: that's funny i know i'm like i don't have any pictures with him but i've met him like twice because one time i was audience of like celebrity game night that's actually when i got oh, a huge wow. crush on him is <laughs> because i'm like Who is this? who's this he's got a big butt because like i had not watched chuck and oh, like okay. and then i was like i'm gonna go and watch that and then i fell in love with the show because I, like I was like he was so cute and show drunk.
1: to go to a taping for too yeah yeah like just a bunch of celebrities in the same room getting drunk. And
0: the, yeah, and the funny thing is you get to drink too.
1: Do you really? Yeah, like
0: you only get like one drink though but it's like, it was like a big vodka soda like, or you could get that's like a big cool. glass of like red wine and and it was just like, I was like, I'm gonna get drunker on the vodka. Like that was the time I was like, well, yep. if I'm only getting one I'm just gonna get fucked up. You
1: gotta go quantity. Like, that's
0: why at Oklahoma casinos always get the Long Island iced tea because the beer shit. <laughs> like they, it's only 32
1: yeah, so, like, that's always a good get movie. a
0: Long Island iced tea because it's more for your mind. It's true. Far, you know? Ta-da. I think the same way. <laughs>
1: My 21st birthday, people were like, what do you want me to get you? It was like yeah. a Long Island. Yeah. Because I'm going as far as I can tonight.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> In a short amount of time.
0: Oh, oh, man. I know. Good times.
1: But, yeah. I, that, talk about trying new things. This, yeah. I had never had, like, liquor that was from a bottle that was over $100 before. Oh, wow. So I worked at this place, and I told them that. And they're like, we need to fix that right away. And they pour me this um, Tequila Casa Dragones. Hoven. Oh, yeah. Yeah. This uh, was like a $250 bottle of tequila. I didn't know that that was what tequila was supposed to taste like. It was like so delicious. Oh,
0: yeah. And yeah, I love like an Añejo tequila because it's so much smoother. Like Like if I had
1: that, I would finish a whole bottle by accident. Because it was just... Delicious and smooth. Oh, yeah,
0: yeah. Like, oh, I remember I had a good bottle of añejo from work because I did a lot of like liquor, liquor demos and whatever was oh, left yeah. over, you got to keep. And as long as you That's put it in the job. trunk, you could carry it. Like, and so like you know, you just put the top back on and then put it in your trunk and you're fine. Like it was legal to do that. And That's like, um, so yeah, I had a really good añejo, and I remember just mixing a little bit of pineapple juice in it. I got so fucking drunk, but you know what? I never (laughs) threw up. Because I've never thrown up tequila, I think.
1: Really? Like, the only time I've ever had was if it was
0: mixed with some other stuff. But if I just drank tequila, I'm like, fine. Or tequila and beer. Like, beer beer, next. That should
1: go on your resume. Yeah. Because that is a rare skill.
0: I know. I love... That's the thing, is I still love tequila. We've... You know, tequila and I are pretty good friends. I'm
1: getting back into it now, since I had that tequila. I'm like, maybe I should just buy good tequila. I
0: know, and... Yeah, it's so hard not to drink all of it though.
1: I would drink but too yeah. fast. Our
0: Melon Rose hiring. I'm like, I think this is a job. Like, <laughs> I if think they are. Do, Like this tequila. I'm like, mm, well, I'll just go work there. a some our, uh, tastings, right? Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah, no, exactly. it's not bad. But yeah. wow.
0: Do um, you have anything else you want to say about trying new things?
1: Let's see. It's got to be something profound.
0: <laughs>
1: Try new things. It's good. It's good for use, but most of things are.
0: <laughs> yeah, that reminds me of my... I, I used to kind of do a fake advertisement when I first started that. Oh, this, yeah. And it was for... Well, this show is sponsored by Good Beer. It's good. It's good. <laughs> like,
1: <laughs> I like that. And my
0: brother used to say we would start a brewery and that would just be it. Like, That's... Good Beer. It's good. Like, what do you need more? Beer sells itself. Yeah,
1: that markets itself yeah yeah well i i hesitate to tell them just to try all new things because like uh don't try heroin yeah until like, you're like 80
0: that it, yeah and see i we're on the same page with heroin it's <laughs> like i want to try it but when i know i'll just die anyway when
1: i know i've got like yeah. limited time because
0: it is like i i've had a lot of friends and family who are heroin addicts so not really on my list of things to do when i'm young yeah, i'm not have on a the a
1: bucket list <laughs>
0: <laughs> But when I don't have a future, hello, heroin. Hey.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, so don't, uh, you know, try new things but not heroin yeah. uh, un- unless your death is imminent and you won't yeah. really want to try it.
0: Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's good advice. We've given a lot of good advice on this podcast. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I know. It's actually trying to help people.
1: <laughs> We're trying to help.
0: Mm-hmm. I swear. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, where can they uh, find you on social media if they want to keep up the conversation
1: oh yeah yeah you can find me I'm on uh, Facebook just search Andy Southern like the direction Uh, and then I'm on uh, Twitter and Instagram at Andy Southern IRL because there's tons of people who are going to steal that name
0: see um, yeah I don't have that problem because (laughs) this is why this is my catchphrase um uh since I'm Lucretia Lyon, guys, you can always find me at L A C R E T I A L Y O N anywhere on the internet since there is only one.
1: Ooh. Uh, la-
0: like, yes, yeah.
1: that's so, what it's about. Yeah, I need to brand myself like that.
0: Oh, yeah, do you have any sh- upcoming shows besides the freak show on the 20th, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah, cool. that's the yeah. Uh, the
1: big one October cool. 20th at the Globe Theater downtown. No. Freak show, I'm playing, uh, I'm doing musical comedy, cool. so that'll be a lot of fun. Other than that, uh, i'll be all around town you can find it on the instagram uh, around la if you're here
0: <laughs> yeah like um and for me i'm like and i, I should know because if i'm gonna release this tomorrow or next week or not but just in case this comes out tomorrow i will be at the shack in playa del rey on wednesday october 3rd at 9 p.m a good fun show laughs and libations come out but it was actually cheap there Man, it's, and it's right rare. on the beach it's dark though but i mean it's still something to see and that's then um about. uh october 13th at black cat comics for their uh one year anniversary and then the day before my 30th anniversary of my birth uh i will mm. be doing cosplay comedy as my former childhood nickname, Daria. Like, um, oh, that yeah. sounds
1: amazing. And
0: that is at 8 p.m. on October 13th at Black Cat Comics. And then um, October 28th, that's Sunday, I'll be at LA Comic Con doing a live podcast with Ooh, nice. my Dead Inside co-host, Jacqueline Pissarro, and uh, Stranger Things actor, Maddie Yeah. And we may have one more special guest. Like We're still waiting to see on that, but yeah like uh so yeah a lot of stuff coming up in this uh month uh but not as important as halloween guys enjoy halloween dress Let's up have fun be merry exactly please please all right guys i think that is it so i will see you next tuesday Bye. so there's this new podcast you guys should totally be listening to
1: it's called dead inside
0: it's got myself lucretia lyon and
1: jack mccaro
0: And we talk about a lot of effed up
1: stuff. That uh, you'll absolutely enjoy and laugh at, like murder.
0: And uh, serial killers.
1: And um, we speak with other comics, and we talk to other different types of personalities.
0: Yeah, and personality disorders.
1: That um, we point out in other people and in ourselves.
0: Because we're full of it. (laughs) Yeah, so guys, Dead Inside has new episodes every Tuesday on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, iHeartRadio, and Spotify.